What does today's church look like from your perspective? Does it look like a cornucopia of immigrants with people from all walks of life? Or does it look like a put-together place of like-minded believers? Maybe it looks, at times, chaotic? Let's go a little deeper. How do you view your place in the church? Do you see yourself as one of the faithful pillars, having followed God for many years? Do you see yourself as one of those background church members that most people don't take note of? Do you see yourself as having a purpose? Do you see yourself as worthy as everyone else? The reason I'm starting out asking all these questions this week is because it's so important right now to know your identity in Christ, and to be encouraged even, and especially, if you can't see your place in the middle of the harvest. So much talk lately has been about the souls that are getting brought to God and won for the kingdom. We hear so many fantastic stories of people doing so much for God, and if we're not careful we can let ourselves be swayed by the comparison of me versus them so to speak. I'm gonna go a little deeper into my personal story this week, but in truth, I know of no better way to express the thoughts I have about everything. I hope that my intentions for doing this are never misunderstood. Now that that's out of the way, there was a sermon preached by Victor Jackson at an E called, The Divine Link Between Nazareth and Bethlehem that absolutely changed my entire outlook on my place in the Kingdom of God. The crux of his message was that the people of God who had been with him for a long time, who had that pristine lineage so to speak, Bethlehem, so desperately needed the people who were dirty, and unlearned, and world-weary, Nazareth, to get their zeal back for the life-changing power of God. Conversely, the people of Nazareth desperately needed the people who had long walked with God to war with them in prayer, and to teach them the deeper things that their walk had not yet revealed. It touched me at a time when I was feeling seriously broken by the mistakes of my past, and my trust in God was still being reclaimed after so many years spent in the fire of refinement that, at least at the time, felt like punishment. At that altar call, I was not quite on the floor level, but I was pretty close to it. And he called for everyone who was a Nazarite to lift both hands above them, and as I did, I started bawling my eyes out. Huge spasms of agony and relief coursing through me as I watched so many other people with tear-stained faces raise their hands in passionate resignation. For the first time since I had joined the church I didn't feel so alone. I knew that there were so many other people thousands of others just like me that didn't feel like they fit in with the church. Thousands of others who felt too dirty to be used, who felt like nothing good could ever come from their story. But I'm here to you that I was wrong. I am not too stained by the mistakes of my pre-Jesus journey to make a difference. And neither are you. I'm here to tell you this week that it is time to change our narrative, and stop seeing ourselves as outsiders. As it was in Jesus' day, nobody that made up the church was born in the church. Sometimes I think we forget that the first church, Jesus handpicked for divine purpose church, was made up of fishermen, tax collectors, doctors and just everyday people. Sometimes I wonder if John was even old enough to have a trade when Jesus called him, so don't think age matters either. We need to join together for the harvest and celebrate our differences. We don't have to be like Paul and be all things to all people, we just have to be like ourselves. In the past I've been stuck in the mindset of feeling unworthy to do anything great for the kingdom. It is time to change our narrative. Even if it takes months or years of patient prayer and discipleship to get just one co-worker saved and in the church that is doing something great for the kingdom. To put it in perspective, who are we to say what is great for the kingdom to begin with? You don't know what the person that you discipled will become, just as you don't know the full picture of who you will become years or even decades down the line. God is the author and the finisher of our faith, He knows our end from our beginning, has formed us in the womb, and has seen everything that we can, and Lord willing, shall become. But it's up to us, fellow Nazarite to allow Him to change us. I struggled with letting Him change me for a long time, but it starts with allowing yourself to admit where you come from with gratefulness instead of shame. It starts with recognizing that He created you with a purpose, 
and what we have done in our yesterdays does not have to continue to shape our tomorrows. Let Jesus change the narrative. Stop viewing yourself as an outsider. Stop telling yourself you have no purpose. Stop comparing your work to anyone else's. Stop trying to deny where you came from. I spent so long trying to pretend that I didn't have the testimony God gave me, that I lost sight of the purpose He had for me. And maybe, just maybe, if you feel like you don't have direction in your life, or a deeper meaning, you should take another look at your past through a different lens. Change the narrative. See yourself how God sees you, instead of how you see yourself. If I'm being honest, and it's a challenge to be honest here sometimes, it wasn't until last year that I started to see myself as more than just a witch that came to her senses. Every time I felt like I had failed God, for years previously, like Peter, I would waver and go back to my boat. I would return to what felt comfortable and familiar. When Jesus would beckon me back I would bow my head in shame and come back. And I was so angry at myself. But then God changed my narrative. He showed me that I could trust Him, not just with my battles, but with my emotional struggles and my shortcomings. He showed me how to overcome my mistakes. It says in Revelations that we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Church, if we want to get our hands dirty, and change our world, and be a part of this end-time harvest, we need to own up to who we are both in the present and in the past, to create the future that God has always dreamed of for us. We are depending on you. I am depending on you. Because it's going to take all of us to see what God has planned, and I don't want anyone to miss out on their calling just because they don't see it as anything much at all. You don't have to be superwoman. You just have to be available, willing, and above all honest about what He has brought you through when the time is right to share what you have overcome. Personal stories bring about radical change. Because it's when people see the patchwork of a widely diverse church, that they realize the true, genuine, unchanging love of God is big enough for them too. So change the narrative. Because it's time for God to rewrite a bunch of life stories. Let Him start with you.